Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Join with me as my co-host, Annabelle Rios. Vamos a comenzar en tres, dos, uno. If that wasn't the sexiest introduction ever, I don't know what is. That's for all the uh, Spanish listeners out there. We have a few. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. They're listening. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to uh, another episode. This is, I guess, part two. We got, there's a lot of supplements to talk about. There and, are a lot of supplements. And we realized we talked for creatine for about 30 minutes last time. So... Uh, they might be broken up a little bit, but there was some good good content in there. Yeah, of course. We're not going to keep you fluff. No, if it's there, it's there. If it's there, it's there. But speaking of content, we are trying, nay, dedicated to bringing you the best content for free. So, How much was it again? For free. Wow. We, what a steal. <laughs> free, 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 free. <laughs> so please rate the podcast, leave a review. Follow us on social media. See the link tree in the description. Yeah, we're doing this for the people. We need your support. We're the people's warrior here. We also want to say <coughs> sorry that we sound not good. It is allergy season here in Tennessee, and it got us. It got us. The congestion is brought to you by pollen. <laughs> <laughs> darn, darn you, pollen. <laughs> yeah, last night was not fun. I, I didn't sleep at all. So Yeah. <coughs> well... We've been talking about it, the 405 deadlift. The attempt. The attempt. And uh, as part of the journey, sometimes you succeed and sometimes you fail for the very first time. Annabelle, you want to talk about Yeah, you know, we always tell you guys, you're going you're gonna to face a setback. And I didn't get it. Dun, dun, dun. Well, maybe halfway up. He, got, he pulled about halfway up and uh, couldn't finish it. But uh, he'll, she said. <laughs> he'll be he'll be there in a, in a couple of weeks. I'll be able to get all the way up. But soon. Uh, that was your first failed attempt, right? Yeah, actually. Yep. I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but I haven't gotten stuck on deadlift yet. Yeah, that was my first time because you I mean, how we've been programming uh, our lifts and everything. You had you made a lot of gains, and then we kind of tapered off to try to do a little bit more volume, and then went yeah. back to the lifting. And that was your act. And uh, what a year, year and a half! Like how long have we been going for four hundred five? I think that's always like a big goal for everybody. No, you know, it's like yeah, I want to deadlift four hundred five. I think we started consistently working out last year, right? But I had inconsistently worked out the year prior, oh, so. Yeah. I mean, if you want to count it, maybe two years. If you don't count that, because I worked out. No. Hey, we said consistency, consistency? is key. Yeah. So we're going to roll You're right. Out. We'll stick with that. So in that case, a year in, what are we, in March? A couple months. year and a few months. Yeah. Okay. Failures are a part of it. But yeah. Annabelle handed it like a champ, and he'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. And uh, we'll let you guys know when he gets it. No, definitely. Still coming soon. You know what? It's going to help me get to 405. What? Protein. Protein. And guess what we're talking about today? Protein. Protein. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into some protein here. So we talked about creatine last episode, and this is our take it or leave it series. So should you take it or should you leave it? And uh, I'm excited about this one because there, as we were, uh, you know, I thought this was going to be a super easy one. Like, oh, we'll do protein and we'll do like three other things. And then by the end of all of the research, I was like, 
the protein is we might only do protein and one other thing. There's a lot here. Is that yeah? No protein. Well, what's, I, the, what's the purpose of protein? For the gains. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's to help meet our daily protein goals to build muscle. If we were to start taking protein, or just in general meeting our protein goals, dude, the numbers would have been up there by now. Yeah. So obviously you can get enough protein from your diet. Yeah. But, but it's hard. Um, it, you got to you got to stay on it. Um, and this is an easy way to uh, to supplement to to reach that uh, intake. We recommend one gram per pound of body weight mm-hmm. or desired body weight. And you know, this is a way to do that. So it is to help uh, meet your goals and build muscle. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier. There's days where you're like, oh, man, I've only had 100 grams of protein. I still need X amount. I'm like, all right, double scoop protein. <laughs> Get a little whole milk in there. <laughs> and then boom. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, when we boil it down here, there's really two main types of protein. There's animal protein, and then there's plant protein. So uh, it's just how it sounds, from animals or from fat. Yeah, and you can find those plants. in food too. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And um, there's actually a lot, but when we were looking through, we kind of went for two animal products and two plant products because um, there's just a lot. It's a lot of powders out there. There's, yeah. So for the animal type, we're looking at whey protein and casein protein. And then for the plant type, we're looking at pea protein and soy protein. But there's, a, I mean, there's, there's there with uh, all the, I don't know, like uh, uptick of, different type of vegan and vegetarian diets out there. There's just more and more companies producing like rice protein and uh, hemp protein, stuff like that. But these are kind of the main ones that have been around. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, powder supplements that you see on the market now, more yeah. and more every day. So what are what are these different types? So whey is, is not actually, you know, from the, uh, like an animal, like the meat. It's from the milk. So it's this watery portion of the milk that separates from the curds when you're making cheese. So it's derived pretty much from milk of a, of a mammal. Usually milk, a milk, usually a cow and casein is pretty much the same, uh, same byproduct of the cheese production. There's a little bit different, uh, profiles between whey and casein, but essentially they both come from milk. Mm. Um, and then you got pea, which is obviously derived and <laughs> extracted from yellow and green split split peas, um, and then you have soy, which is you know comes from the soybean. Uh, you know they make it into a like a uh, ground it up, make it into a uh, meal, and then dehole and defatten, and then they pull the soy from the soybean, which is um, has more protein in it. You know what? This is gonna be so random. When you, it reminds me of almond milk, and you use pictures of this. Big old almond being milked. <laughs> <laughs> there, never mind. I was gonna. There is this uh, magic <laughs> skit of a guy like milking an almond and making it look like milk was coming from. It was. An, it was pretty funny. Um, okay, so if there's these different types, there's animal, there's plant, there's uh, pea, soy, casein, whey. What's what's the big difference? Uh, and the big difference really comes down to the amino acid profile. Hmm. So, um, amino acids make up proteins. There's uh there's about twenty if I if I'm remembering that correctly twenty amino acids, but it's interesting only nine are deemed essential. 
so you have 20, but nine are like the main ones, like the ones you want to have. Yeah, the 11 is like, eh, we don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the B team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but nine are essential. So when, we, when we're looking at uh, the difference between animal and plant, whey and casein contain a more diverse and complete form of amino acids. What animal will always beat plant when it comes to the amino acid profile, just how it is. It's just people can try and argue. I feel them coming. <laughs> people can try and argue, but but animal is going to be greater than plant when it comes to the amino acid profile. Now, this doesn't mean that um, pea and soy aren't good sources. They do have uh, the essential amino acids. They mm -hmm. just have small amounts of some of them. One. Uh, one in particular, they have more of a small yeah, amount. Yeah, and of it's not to say because I know they're gonna say you can't hit your protein on a plant-based diet. You can. You, you for sure can. Yeah. Um, uh, the one in particular that I was finding in the research was methionine, and uh, apparently, soy and pea kind of lack that, hmm. um, or have small amounts, should I say? <clears throat> so it's not that they don't have it; it's just that they're in smaller quantities. And if you're needing a certain amount, then animal is always gonna beat. Now you can get it through other sources. Well, make it easier. How about that? Yeah, makes make it, it easier. Make it easier. Um, and then another thing, like what's the difference is um, <clears throat> those who might have like dietary restrictions. Yeah. Uh, if you're um, you know lactose intolerant, if you are more on a uh, vegan or um, non-animal based diet, you know you're gonna you're definitely gonna go with uh, plant protein over animal. Um, that can be a difference for some people. And um, when it comes to the whey uh, and casein, the big difference uh, really there is that um, casein is slower absorbed. So more research says that your body absorbs it slower. Um, so it might be a better, an op <clears throat> better option to take before you go to bed, but maybe not the best after a workout because you are wanting to try and flood your body to rebuild what you just broke broke down so that's kind of one of the bigger differences between casein and whey is just the how it's absorbed slow versus fast and it's chalky it is chalky man. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie whey is so much smoother than casein but preference that's my preference prefer, prefer yeah preference <clears throat> so <clears throat> i actually didn't dive into the big difference like i kind of i kind of had it in my head like i kind of knew uh, just from what you kind of hear, but until I actually researched this, I didn't really know the difference and, uh, you know, why there is a difference on the different types of whey. So like you, you go to the store and you're, and you're looking at these bottles and you know, all these, you know, powders and you're like, well, what's the difference? You know, this one has, this you one look at the image was the biggest dude on there. <laughs> marketing, man. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> I want to look like him. Yeah. Um, but there is different types. So one is like whey concentrate, one is whey isolate, and I might be saying this wrong. The other one is whey hydrosylate, mm -hmm. hydrosylate, say, yeah. Um, there's those three different forms. Um, so w when you're looking at the store, see what it says on it, but also look at the label and kind of see um, under the ingredient list, whichever thing comes first on the ingredient list, that means that's the most abundant in it. And then as you go down the ingredient list, whatever's at the end, that's the least amount. So if the, <clears throat> if the protein is saying this is protein isolate, but you go down to the ingredients and 
uh, weigh concentrate is the first one on there and then weigh isolate, they, that means that they put more weigh concentrate than they did isolate. So it's got isolate in it, but not as much as concentrate. Mm -hmm. So just look at your look at your labels. <clears throat> okay, so concentrate. I feel like this is kind of going down to the the weeds here, but I think some people want to know what yeah. the difference in. Well, a lot of people are probably, hey, I'm, my friend, dude, we've talked about it. I used to never take protein, and then I started taking it, and it's so confusing. You're looking at all these options, and you're like, well, which one's better? What's the difference? What's the difference? Should I take this I mean, not that? just between plant and animal, but, like, when you get into the way, what's the well, different then, types yeah, of well, way? Yeah, it's like you start off with, like, a little plant or animal, and then even that's can be confusing and then you narrow it down within a plant or animal and then that has a lot of sub options etc etc but not yeah. okay you, so you get to weigh and then you're like well there's way this way that yeah what do i do so no i think it's good for them to, yeah. to, to understand so the concentrate basically means that it has a protein concentration of 70 to 80 percent and it still contains some like lactose some sugar or carbs and some fat in it yeah. So this is going to typically be your cheapest protein, and it's going to have the most calories in it. So when you're looking at your protein, it's probably going to be one of the cheaper options. It's probably not going to be less than 100 calories. It's probably going to be you know your 150 to 200 somewhere in that range because it has fat, it has some of that lactose and sugar. Um, so it's just going to have more calories in it. Yeah. Um, so what uh, companies do is they go, okay, so we have the concentrate. Well, let's kind of you know, boil it down. Let's kind of uh, pull out more. And so they try and isolate, get it? They try and isolate, isolate more. Yeah. <laughs> so way so isolate contains 90% protein and it has a lot less lactose, sugar, and fat. It's a more purified form of protein because you keep kind of like isolating it down. So that one's going to be a little bit more expensive. It's usually going to be less calories and it's going to be <clears throat> more of what you think of when you're just wanting just I just want protein. Yeah. I don't I don't really need a bunch of carbs or fats in there. So isolate is that. And then that last kind, the hydrosylate, um there was a lot in this one too, but basically it breaks it down further. It uh breaks down one of the bonds of amino acid and they're essentially they're trying to make it more rapidly absorbed in the body. So they're trying to like purify it down more so that there's more protein, less bond, so your body can absorb it faster. And this is usually the most expensive because it's been gone, it has gone through more processing to be able to give you more pure, digestible form of protein. Hmm. Which one's the best on that? You know, it just it just depends on what you like. Yeah. Um, I try to stay more for the isolate because it's not going to break the bank. Um. It's still going to have some calories in it. But right now, I'm also taking whey concentrate, too. I've got some whey concentrate. i got some whey isolate. I do a little mix and match some days. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I think I'm the same way. I think I prefer isolate. It feels like it's a little bit cleaner. I'm not as bloated. Yeah. At f I guess at first. It doesn't give you the, uh, <laughs> the, the protein, protein farts. farts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the protein poops. <laughs> it happens it does happen don't act like you haven't had that people listening it's a thing <laughs> it is a thing so I prefer isolate because of that yeah um okay so now kind of going back globally kind of between animal and plant which is better 
You know, people have this argument a lot. I know we've already kind of leaned towards saying that animals going to give you more diverse and complete form of amino acids. And I'm going to just say it's, it's, it's hard to say uh, definitely uh, which one is the best. Um, but I have pulled up a few studies. And again, with studies, there's always biases. Even me selecting studies has a bias. You know, there's all sorts of like exactly. I am by bi- I am biased towards towards whey protein. Like, I'd, yeah, same. I don't like the taste of pee. I don't uh, pee protein. <laughs> I don't like the taste of pee. <laughs> I would hope not. I would hope not. You uh, kind of walked into that one. <laughs> you gave me that look, though, so you just walked into that. Um, I don't like the taste of pea protein. Mm-hmm. It's way too chalky for me. Um, it does make me feel more bloated than uh, whey. I haven't tried soy. Um but yeah, that's just my preference. Yeah, you, might, you might find that you really like pee better than whey for whatever reason. And at the end of the day, we're just giving you the information. You do what you want to do with it. Right. So this was a study that uh, it looked at whey protein. Well, this is this is the title, but it also kind of gives you what they found. It says whey protein. Sorry. Uh, whey protein, but not soy protein supplementation alters body weight and composition in uh, overweight and obese adults. So what they found was after their study of six months of supplementation, some got whey, some got soy, that there was a difference in body weight and fat mass in these overweight and adult males or just overweight uh, and obese adults uh, who consumed them. So they they found whey was better at altering body composition than soy in terms of fat and muscle mass. Hmm. Uh, and that was a six-month study. There was another study. It says the effects of whey and pea protein on post-eccentric exercise muscle damage, and this was a <clears throat> this was a randomized controlled trial back in 2020. Basically, eccentric exercise is going to break down. Uh, you'll probably be the most sore from eccentric exercise. It breaks down muscle the most. Um, it's, it's literally pulling them apart. And what they found was after a uh, high intake of whey protein for five days after extensive eccentric training, it mitigated the flux of muscle damage biomarkers with the intake of pea protein having an intermediate effect. So not that pea didn't affect it. It just didn't affect it as much as, as whey in terms yeah. of recovery after kind of like eccentric training, which is pretty hard training. No, no, definitely, and I think that was was it was anything is what we're trying to say overall. The bows are going to help. Yeah, one just makes it a little bit easier than the other. Right, and you know I did see one. Uh, this was actually from Lipscomb University. They found they did a more of like case study on uh, CrossFit, and they found that uh, pea protein was a little bit more effective than whey on some of the athletes. But again, that's a case study that's lower evidence level than a randomized controlled trial. Yeah, and I, it might even depend on the sport or the activity that they're doing. Absolutely. Because didn't, didn't we <coughs> say, I think we mentioned that pea has a little bit more carbs in it. Yeah, it definitely and will. You, and typically, you need that for more endurance. and. Sure. I mean, so. that's, that's a good point. There, there's It's so varied on sometimes the results. But again, I just wanted to at least share those two that I was kind of just showing at least you know, that whey was a little bit more superior than pea or soy on uh, muscle recovery and body composition. So what we recommend is if you don't have any dietary restrictions like lactose intolerant, vegan, whatever, whey is better than pea and pea is better than soy. And if you do have some type of restriction, vegan, lactose, 
we would say that pea is better than soy. So go with pea protein over so soy protein. Yeah, and we won't even mention casein. Yeah. Um, it's not not that casein's bad. You can you can take that extra scoop at night. They kind of found that if you took it before you go to bed, it you know helps Way easier on your stomach, right, or something like that. Yeah, like it, like as you're sleeping, you're not moving, so you're quote unquote breaking down muscle. So since casein is slow absorbing, it doesn't allow you to break down as much muscle while you mm. sleep at night versus whey, which is quick acting, which you want to take after a workout. You know, I don't know. I don't yeah. think there's much research on on that. There might be. Um, I just wasn't a big fan on how it tasted. That was just, <laughs> if I can't sustain it, I'm not going to do it. So yeah. do what you can sustain, do what you like. Um, okay. So we're going to get into some good questions here. Okay. Well, how much, how much protein from a supplement should I take in a day? What are your thoughts, Hannibal? I think that with any supplement as a whole, as much as possible, try to get it from, food right and not over not becoming over reliant on the supplement you know you can easily say well I'm i'll get all of it from <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i need 180 grams of, of protein you know what i can save calories and just <laughs> yeah drink four scoops of this powder and then boom but no that's not good for you i would say hmm, i would read the label yeah I've been doing two scoops and I probably won't do more than two scoops per day. Yeah. There there really there weren't any hard conclusions. I know there's a few um I don't even uh I don't know if you want to call them influencers or uh trainers out there that would recommend 25 to 50 grams per day. That's one or two scoops. I've also seen some people say if you're a little bit higher body weight and muscle mass, maybe you need three scoops, like 50 to 70. So it just depends. Yeah. <laughs> see what you, see what your body responds well to. But definitely one to two. Uh three uh, four is pushing it, but you know if I would stick to one to two. Yeah, yeah, I'd stick to one to two. And then try to get the rest from food. Absolutely. The um, expanded the Panda Express secret. <laughs> we'll tell them about that later. We'll tell them later. Yeah. <laughs> um and so this is another thing too that I think completely goes out the window for people. And this is something that I've been one hundred percent guilty of is make sure that you read the labels on these protein powders. Don't just think you're taking protein powder that you're automatically super healthy. You're like, oh, I'm taking this pea protein. I'm a vegan and I'm just going to be super healthy. Like read the label. There oh. is There can be so much crap put into that protein. So read it. There are. So I've done this restricted diet before. We won't name names where you kind of have to read your labels and everything. No added sugar, no... Do you know how many things in the U.S. have added sugar? Things? Pro probably a lot. Things that you would not think about. You read the label. Well, this has sugar. This has sugar. This. So yes. And we're talking about added sugar. We're not added talking, about, we're yeah, not talking about sugar from carbs so and stuff like a that. So quick, a quick tip. If you look at the label and it doesn't say any added sugar. It's like high fructose corn syrup, blah, blah, blah. And it says sugar on there as a content. It's most likely just a natural sugar. Like for yeah, absolutely. but if it's added on the bottom, it's an added sugar. I'm talking about added sugar. A lot right. of things have added sugar, different names, different mm -hmm. ways they worded. Most of the time, you can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's probably some chemical you shouldn't be right. taking. It. So you know, one thing is when you're reading the label, look out for how much added sugars in that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying 
I mean, if you're if you're really that into your health and you're and you're trying to watch for added sugars and all these other things, then why wouldn't you look for it in your protein? Mm-hmm. So look for added sugars. Another thing, look out for artificial sweeteners. We know that those are not good for you, and we watch out for them in other things like in soda and all these candies and stuff like that, and we mm-hmm. kind of know that it's not good. But then it completely goes out the window when you're getting your protein, and you're like, oh, it doesn't really matter if it's... It's okay. It's okay. Um, so watch out for artificial sweeteners. Look for natural sweeteners, uh, monk fruit, exte- stevia, whatever that thing is called. You know, they'll, more protein companies are um, kind of leaning that way but look out for artificial sweeteners and then <clears throat> this one's not mandatory but see if it's lab tested mm. you know people can put whatever they want and say that it's in there but unless it's lab tested then you don't actually know if those ingredients are in it in the quantities that they say they are you can just be drinking dirt <laughs> i mean tech I, you know we like to say that everybody is trustworthy and that you can trust whatever but you know, I would go the extra step if possible and look to see if the protein's lab tested. So all these things is probably going to make it a little bit more expensive. It is. It's not going to be your cheap, you know, less than a dollar serving per scoop of protein, but it might be beneficial over the long term to look out for things that have added sugars, artificial sweeteners, and is what they say in it even in it. So yeah, you, <laughs> you're actually taking when you think you're taking. Right. So... um our conclusion on protein is take it. I think it's I think it's good, uh, especially if you follow some of the advice that we had today. Uh, take it. Um, it makes it way easier to hit your protein intake, which then leads to you'll probably see strength and muscle mass skyrocket if you start supplementing, <laughs> or even supplementing with that two scoop as animals alluded to. That's my, yeah. that's my secret. That's the secret. Um, so we're gonna quickly go through just one other here. And that is uh, fish oil. So we want to at least hit two supplements today. And uh, <clears throat> so what is it? What is fish oil? Essentially, there's uh, it's a, it can be omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acid or an omega-6. Um, they are naturally found in seafood, um, obviously, because we're supplementing. And some plant foods, I would say. Yeah. You know, for the plant people out there. For I the think pla- it's like, what, chia seed? For the planties. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also fun in that. So. Right, right. Yeah. And usually people are not supplementing with omega-6. They're usually supplementing for the omega-3. That's, mm. I mean, I don't really know too many people that are supplementing with the omega-6. Because that's a, the one that we mostly find in a lot of the foods that we normally Right. It's the omega-3s that are a little bit harder to get unless you're getting you know seafood or things like animals said. So is it effective? I, I know a lot of people, an animal, we'll, we can talk about you. You've taken it for a year straight now. <laughs> and we were uh, talking about this earlier. We were talking. Yeah, he's taken it for a year straight. Um, his triglyceride levels have gone down significantly. Significantly. Now the question then becomes: Is it because of that, or is it because you started to change your life and you got on this journey and you're exercising <laughs> and you're eating good protein? And you know, like I don't know. Like maybe it's it's the you know I want to say that it, it is, but then that that's the same when you start this journey. And I'm gonna go on a rabbit trail for a second. You start changing so much, you it's hard to pinpoint this was the one thing that did it out. But also, I don't like the whole mindset of silver bullets because right. it takes all of it. I it think does. it played a role in helping that piece. But also, like you said, working out, eating better, um, protein, and a lot of other things. So. Right. 
Okay, so what does the research indicate on omega-3s? So they found that it omega-3 supplementation does not reduce the risk of heart disease, um, which is interesting because they have found that people who do consume seafood like once to twice, up to four times a week are less likely to die from heart disease. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's very, it's varied, you know, is it because they're also more in that, uh, Mediterranean area where they're a little bit more active? Like there's a bunch of things that can go into yeah, this. There's a lot of factors. And I think a lot of times we try to isolate the one component that's making the big difference, but it could be everything together yeah. as a whole. That's why nutrition is super tricky. It and is. And people want to die on the hill of nutrition on certain sides. And it's like, man, this is so varied. Like, like I yeah, that probably plays a, a role, but it's yeah. not, it may not be the end all be all right so i mean from right now from just what they're seeing globally potentially seafood if you eat that one to two to four you know whatever times a week you are less likely to die but they did find just supplementing without eating the seafood didn't really reduce the risk of heart disease they did find a reduction in uh, triglyceride levels with omega-3s so that was something that they did find so potentially animal that was one of the reasons yeah, with a lot of these things, it's, it's like one of those commercials where you see a, a medicine. It may, it could potentially slightly help with. But the side effects. But yeah. the side effects. <laughs> You'll so. lose your ear and your eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did find that omega-3s um, may relieve the symptoms of RA, which is like a rheumatoid arthritis, potentially. they There was not convincing evidence that it showed uh, like – the slowing the progression of eye disease, like age-related macular degeneration. It didn't really show that, which some people thought that it did. And then um, a lot of things are, a lot of other studies are just inconclusive right now, like in terms of like cognitive function and cognitive decline. That's the one thing that I I hear a lot about fish oil. Man, it'll make you, you'll be able to focus more, you'll be more sharp and clear. And and, and the thing is that it might. Yeah, It it definitely might. The research doesn't show it yet. It could. Um, so some of the stuff is experimental on yourself in a way. It's like, hmm, do I feel sharper? Yeah, I mean. Maybe. <laughs> may, maybe. And, um, you know, as long as you're taking what the bottle and um, says is the recommended dose or if you even research what the kind of range is on the dosage, um, which we're about to talk about here in a second, um, I don't think there will be any negative. I mean, you took it for a year and there was no negative side effects. Only positives. Uh, only positives. For now. For, for now. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll find out in like 30 years. Like, dang it, Kim, that fish oil got me. Dang <laughs> it. So how much? Uh, there's a couple different organizations that recommend uh, 250 to 500 milligrams if it's combined with EPA and DHA for healthy adults. Just read the bottle. It'll tell you what you need to know. And um, our conclusion on fish oil is if you don't eat seafood, take it seems like there's not a lot of risk associated unless you overdose or stuff like that and if you eat seafood leave it yeah when we say one once two two times per week yeah i mean seafood i mean they saw that there were even people who ate seafood once a week there was lower risk it reduced the risk of heart disease if you know that i don't know if that's the main reason but it could potentially be yeah it might be a factor we're stacking you know you gotta yeah we're we're all about Throw in the kitchen sink. <laughs> right. So that's our uh, talk about uh, protein and fish oil today. Um, that probably about wraps it up. No, I think I think this has been really informative, and I think it's going to be helpful for, for others who are starting that journey, especially when you look out there like, man, 
do I need to take this supplement? Do I need to take this supplement? Maybe you've already started working now. You're eating right, and now you want to put on the other layer. That's right. Gains with a Z. Gains with a Z. All right, guys. Well, um, were you going to say something? No, no, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, so just remember, guys, um, we're human. We're not seeking perfection, but daily improvement. See you guys. All right, see you guys.